0: Fandom Fright Fest, we're back from the
1: grave, <laughs> from the grave Georgie, yeah, what's yeah. going on randos, yeah, down here. yeah we all do float down here, welcome back to the Fandom at Random welcome Podcast, back Jack. And I am your hostess with the mostest, mostest at at random, and across from me, wearing his Patriots Batman mashup sweatshirt, which is fantastic, Patman. Pat <laughs> yeah, yeah, my cohort, Brian at random. And have you shown? Throw that shit on Instagram, man. That
0: that shit's oh, yeah. hot fire. I put, it, I put it on. Yep. So uh, you want to check it out? Yeah, check me out on Instagram, <laughs> baby. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Uh, hashtag
1: Happy Fandom Friday, uh, Friday. Yeah. and uh, yeah, we're the Fandom Fright Fest continues, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we only we're have deep into it. We're deep. Kind of sad, actually. We've got this episode, and then. One next week, which will be very special. We're actually yeah. doing a Halloween Day release episode. Yes, ma'am. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna move a few things aside, get that get that recorded and locked down, and no, release that so on Halloween. And it's gonna be a so very excited. very spooky episode. We've got some uh, very spooky spooky <laughs> ghosts, spooky stuff, man. <laughs> so uh, this is gonna be a jam packed episode. We've got it all. We've got it all. We've got. We've got the news at random. We got scares. We we've got, got cares. Yeah. We got pairs. We have got, got, got everything. F- we got our fandom mm-hmm. Fright Fest focus of the week. We've got a very spooky fandom fighters draft battle at the end. Fuck yeah. So well, much, I'm going to win again. No, you're going down mm-hmm. this time. <laughs> you're going to go down. <laughs> so. Uh speaking of which, if you do want to, you know, follow us on social media or anything like that, yep. One simple one simple stop. Just go to www.fandomatrandom.com. How easy is that to remember? Yeah, right? Help spread us around the world like a bad disease spread. Em. <laughs> <laughs> but without further ado, let's uh we've got a lot to cover here. Let's get into some news at Random. Yeah. Well, right off the bat, we've got some kind of meta news related to this podcast and what we're going to be up to in the very near future.
0: Uh, What do we got going on next weekend, Brian, at the the beginning of November here? We'll be traveling all the way down to Rhode Island for Rhode Island Comic Con November 2nd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. buddy. We'll be there that Saturday, so again uh,
1: hop on our website you can see these beautiful mugs Mm -hmm. and if you identify us come up say hello
0: we'd love to talk to you we usually wear our shirts so you know we'll be up promoing ourselves we'll be around come and say hey yeah absolutely and
1: you know we've we've already done a couple cons now as the fandom at random tandem yeah and so far it's been great. I mean, especially the cosplay community. I mean, they're so yeah. awesome. I mean, some of them are so talented. They're it's all so amazing. cool and welcoming yeah. and we kind of we found at least, you know, most cosplayers are super approachable and I mean, if you're going to be at this con and you're cosplaying and you see us,
0: please hit us up. Yeah. I mean, we're probably going to hit you up anyway. We're all about, you know, cuz we like to go to the convention, walk around, network with people, but we also like to get pictures of some of these awesome cosplays we see. We post them up on uh, any of the social media we're on. So, yeah, definitely come and approach us, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, stay tuned. Again,
1: follow us on social media. Go to phantomatrandom.com to find out where. But, I mean, our Instagram, we're going to absolutely spam that next weekend with all of the pictures and videos that we get from Rhode Island Comic Con. So, cool stuff. Stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of con news. Con deep here. this, uh, Mm -hmm. this, This just broke yesterday. But, uh, Pax East, Pax East 2020 tickets have gone on sale. Yeah, dude. And we were lucky enough, Brian, on a whim, by the stroke of some luck, I because I email. mean, <laughs> and you know, if you're if you've attended Pax East in the past, you know what a chore and a headache it is to secure tickets, especially yeah. if you're trying to get Saturday tickets. They are next to impossible. But this was crazy. So, <laughs> so Brian just so happened to get the alert immediately sent me a text said dude dude it's happening it's happening (laughs) it's
0: happening
1: so i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god i dropped everything (laughs) i was doing at work you know i was on the phone with a customer i'm like see you yeah click (laughs) yeah hold please (laughs) (laughs) so i hopped on the website and we secured tickets we ended up getting saturday tickets which is great yep 10 minutes later saturday was sold out dude which if, if you you know, going to PAX East, how many tickets they can sell to fit that. Oh, my that God, up. yeah. Tens of thousands of tickets sold out in probably want, under 30 minutes. I want to
0: say the venue holds 70,000. Yeah, and like it's sold out. out it's filled 70, to the brim. Oh, yeah. And last year and the year before, if I'm not mistaken, we, you could at least make it through the weekend What before Saturday was sold out. Or at least by like that saturday you know what i mean but this these sold out in minutes (laughs) yeah and it's it's
1: pretty telling and again if you do want to go to pax east do not wait you know i highly recommend hop on buy your tickets now you want to get there on a friday or saturday those are by far the two best days yeah but that being said you know they now do thursday friday saturday sunday and you and I realized very quickly last year. Saturday is the day to go.
0: Exactly. And I mean, you can always hop on Reddit or fa- one of the big Facebook groups, because people are always looking to get rid of their badges because they can't end up going or something came up, yeah. and they're fair about it. They won't completely rip you on the prices. Reddit's a, Reddit's a good uh, a good mention as well. They actually have it's called the packs past
1: exchange. Yeah. Uh subreddit you can go on and you can actually swap if you get Friday tickets, you can
0: swap them for a Saturday if people can't make it. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. So but, if you I mean, missed out on Saturday and you want to go, chances are you'll be able to find something. Yeah, I mean, I'm
1: I am super excited for PAX East. Bunch oh, of video game yeah. goodness, Dude, that especially was our, that was our original con. It really was. And I mean, especially considering that we're going to potentially be seeing some of the new gen consoles yeah. or at least some of the next gen games right and it's it's going to be an exciting year. that would be cool yeah absolutely exciting year but i mean we we're bouncing around so much here i mean we're going to spend another second on cons but let's yeah. talk a little more about rhode island comic-con where we will be next week and look at some of the guest list i mean yep it looks awesome man I mean, you've got a National Lampoon uh, reunion. you got Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, Robert England, Freddy Krueger himself is going to
0: be there. This is by far one of the best guest lists on any con on the East Coast. You know, I've they rack it up. They never disappoint. There's so many people. Dude, Elijah Wood, Frodo himself. Yep. Felicia Day, unfortunately, just um, announced she will not be able to go. That's a bummer. Yep. I mean, you know, Christina
1: Ricci. I mean, it, it just goes on and on. I mean, a bunch of Game of Thrones, yeah. Star Trek, Stranger Allen. Things. <laughs> I mean, it just it goes on and on and on, and I'm I'm pumped, man. I'm and really, really, Potter, really pumped. Harry Stranger Things, Saved by
0: the Bell, they got everybody.
1: And you know cool. me, I love anime, I love the voice actors, pretty oh, much yeah. everyone from My Hero Academia, the dub is going to be there to it's do like a panel. the year of My Hero Academia at Rhode Island Comic Con. <laughs> it's, it's the best. It's the best. We gonna go. Be, we're just gonna go beyond, man. Plus yeah. Ultra.
0: Hell yeah!
1: All right, so let's move on to con, from con news. Let's talk some movie news. Yeah. And the new Star Wars trailer dropped. The Rise of Skywalker. During Monday Night Football, I, yep. I would add, mm-hmm. and the, the the Patriots just shellacking the Jets. <laughs> oh my God! That was that was uh very great to watch. Almost like they were playing with
0: ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was so good yeah but, but no the um the new star wars trailer i'm on the fence i'm skeptical after the last jedi this trailer how could you not be yeah they brought abrams back which looks like it may have been the right move because the trailer didn't leave me hanging with dread uh it left me with a little bit of hope i think i'm gonna have to see more and just wait for the movie to you know form an opinion on
1: yeah they brought they pretty much brought jj back in to fix everything that went wrong yeah uh in in the last film and hopefully hopefully they can i mean
0: there's yeah you it know, looks I, like I, some cool stuffs happening. Murderbot C three PO with the red eyes on the throne. Oh yeah, <laughs> that yeah. looked pretty cool. Yeah, and a bunch of you know interactions, obviously between Ray and you know Kylo Ren. Oh, it looks like they're fighting together again, though. In one, which scene. there could be there could be misdirection. Yeah, I'm going hoping, on there. I'm so, hoping because I don't want another scene like that. <laughs> and he's got the mask back. Yes, he does. Yeah, you're just a boy <laughs> in a mask. <laughs> in a mask. Which uh yeah, so I'm
1: excited. You know, I'm Star Wars film, always around the holidays. Tickets always a good on thing. sale now, yeah. Yep. Go get your tickets. Um, and going more to T V, live streaming T V, yes, Netflix. Sir. Have you have you seen this yet at all? <laughs> I heard it uh, on the radio. It's called yeah. Living With Yourself, uh Paul Rudd's new series, which it I love Paul Rudd. Yeah. I've loved Paul Rudd dude, Paul forever. I mean, Wet Hot American yeah.
0: Summer. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously Ant Man. Dude, Wonderland. What like was such an underrated film. He was so fun. And my idiot brother. If you haven't seen that, he is. I think that's his funniest role ever. It's he just plays this hippie dude that sells weed to a cop because the cop's like he's in uniform. <laughs> and paul rudd's like ah oh, man i'm not gonna fall for that he's like dude i got anxiety we're running the streets out here he's like well you know man i get it you know yeah yeah you know here man why not <laughs> and he gets thrown in jail dude he's so funny that's awesome yeah but yeah man everything you know it's paul rudd <laughs> but the other reason we're mentioning it uh especially in new england there's been a bunch of controversy mm. with this
1: film where uh, Tom Brady actually has a scene in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where <laughs> he comes out of a an Asian massage parlor mm-hmm. and just kind of breathes out and he's like, Oh man. He's like nothing
0: better. <laughs> well he looks like He's like at how Paul many times have R- you been in there? Yeah. Like, oh six times. Paul Rudd walks by and um Tom Brady goes, First time. Paul oh, yeah. Rudd's like, Yeah. How about you? He's like sixth <laughs> yes yeah, so, I mean obviously they're hinting towards the Super Bowl wins
1: but but with the Robert Kraft allegations and everything that he went through at the
0: massage parlor down yeah. in Florida probably not the best thing for Brady to be doing the funniest part is Brady didn't know he was doing it so when they filmed it it was on a green screen. He was told that it was a cloning center. Yes. And that he was being cloned, and it was his sixth time being cloned based on the rings. And that scene was written
1: three years ago. Yeah. And it was
0: filmed almost a year in advance of what happened with Robert Kraft. Yeah, they completely duped Brady. Put him under the gun without him even knowing and switch the scene up to make it, you know, relatable to the crowd. So, what you're that.
1: saying is it really blows that that happened.
0: Yeah. So, they really, really tugged blows. him around. I'll have in to that give him a hand for doing that on Tom Brady. <laughs> I don't know how many more. Uh, I don't either. Yeah. I guess, you know, with a stroke of luck, he'll get out of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ah, oh, that was great. All right. All right.
1: All right. I'm all nice and lubed up now, so let's move on. <laughs> And uh, on we go. Let's do some, uh, some, a little bit of video game news. We, yeah, this will be a happy ending covers, yeah. to the news.
0: <laughs> yes. Go ahead. So, Modern Warfare releases tonight. At oh, 9 it's o'clock. releasing! <laughs> it's releasing! Yeah, I finally got that release. <laughs> that sweet, sweet release. Oh my god! Yep. So we can be firing guns all night. <laughs> oh, um, it, it releases at nine o'clock. If you have it on digital, you'll be able to play it right away. If not, go to GameStop, pick up your pre-order, download it, you're good to go. But How have yeah, the initial reviews tonight. been? Um, no reviews yet. I was looking today. So is there a review embargo on it? <laughs> there is. So it's probably going to come out tomorrow, I would imagine. That's usually um, not a good sign. People, uh, but Call of Duty's known for it. Like, they do it every year. People who have played it and I played the beta, and people got early copies. Everything's looking amazing so far. No loot boxes, no microtransactions, cosmetics only. The campaign's looking to shape up to be the best campaign ever made, and multiplayer was amazing. So I expect great things from this game. Honestly. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah,
1: so, yeah. Yeah.
0: Hopefully, hopefully it lives up to the hype. I mean, we always joke around with you know
1: Call of Duty being a yearly release, and they really yeah. don't change too much. It but looks
0: like they're really taking care on this game to bring it back to what it used to be. Hopefully. hopefully yeah. I, I remember yeah. the golden
1: days of Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare Two, and
0: they were right? fantastic. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, is there anything else news-related we should cover before we move on to our fandom focus here?
0: I don't think so. I think All right. I'm finished. All right, well, let's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Had to call back. You need a cigarette after that finish? <laughs> yeah, actually, I do.
1: <laughs> All right, let's get into our... A lot of Fs here. Our fandom Fright Fest focus of Fridays. Good. Fandom. <laughs> fandom. Yeah. Random. <laughs> This week's Fandom Fright Fest (laughs) focus is... It's really... It's our
0: scariest video game experiences ever. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, fitting with the theme, why not, right? We've done everything else. Video games and the ones that made us shit ourselves, we had to do it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I mean, you know, video games, especially when it comes
1: to spooky and scary related things you know when you watch something that's one thing but if you're a video game if you're playing a video game it's so much different you're you're like you're in the game yeah you know you're you're almost you know your avatar that is in the game
0: experiencing this you're almost in their shoes not only that but we're getting vr versions of these games now oh god it's no joke (laughs) yeah i couldn't uh, uh, i couldn't do it no but
1: yeah i mean we each picked a a, a few games, a few. pretty much like yep. almost like four or five of each mm-hmm. that have in the past that have just scared the crap out of both of us. Oh yeah, and we had a little bit of a carryover on a few of our picks. But Brian, I mean, you want to kick things off? You're you're right up top here. Yeah, and there's Are no there's
0: no particular order. Okay, it, it's more just kind of spitting things out. Yeah, and let's, let's just talk about it. Talk about. So, yeah, we'll start with this one. This was my number one. The one that scared me the most. And it sounds pretty obvious. The original Resident Evil. Resident,
1: Resident Evil. Evil. Resident
0: Evil. Um, when this game came out, I don't even actually I don't even think I was playing video games when it first came out. But it had built a reputation when I got my first PlayStation 1 and popped this thing in. I remember I couldn't only play it during the day with my brother. <laughs> Other than that, I wasn't playing it. The atmosphere, the graphics back then, you know, were something to be yeah. marveled um the sounds the the tank controls, everything that made this game spooky was just perfect, you know I'm and glad you mentioned the controls
1: too because you know
0: nothing huge part nothing was scary nothing was.
1: was more terrifying than uh, you know a zombie or something all of a sudden spotting you, chasing you and. You know the controls were unlike any other game. No, really, yeah. you you had to maneuver your your character in a way that just didn't feel. It almost didn't feel natural. No,
0: yeah. Once you got used to it, it, was that fine. Or too natural? I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, but the fact that like because they moved really slow for a video game character, and when you had a zombie turn around and look at you, and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> and you go to run away. And you don't actually like you bump into a wall real quick and then maybe bump in you pull your gun by act and then you start going, you're like, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god You know? Yeah, and it really uh, it was terrifying. It was it, it perfected, you know, survival horror. And the angles. I mean the camera and the angles yeah, were. Yeah, those stagnant camera angles. Yes. Very so you never It, it was eerie. You come up to a corner and they're not switching the angle on you when you would like them to. Yes. They're switching the angle on you when they want you to be scared you know kind of like when you're going in a hallway
1: with a bunch of windows
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> and you're walking through and right? then a bunch of zombie dogs jump through the <laughs> windows
0: oh my god that scene that scared scene? the living bejesus out of me <laughs> yep and then i remember the um scene in the big library with the ticking clock in the background mm-hmm. you start you know um When you first see that zombie and you try to pull up your gun and shoot it and you end up in the light, oh, terrifying, terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and but I mean, this is you know the original horror video game. I mean, survival horror, yeah, survival horror. This kicked it off, you know. So how could it not be on the list? It has to be, and I mean,
1: it spawned so many sequels. And I mean, originally it launched in Japan. It was known as Biohazard. And, I mean, all over the world. Everyone knows Resident Evil. Never mind. I
0: mean, it's filmed an entire popular film franchise. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know. They reboot, they're talking about rebooting <clears throat> it again. You have clothing, action figures, seven to ten comics. different games. Comics. Uh, everything. The list goes on. Yeah. Yeah, was, so Resident Evil is a great pick. And that, that game was, especially
1: we were, you know, we're roughly the same age. That that game just was so hard to Actually, get through and play, especially at night, but alone. Forget about it, Jesus, man. Forget
0: about it. Forget about it. All right. So, Resident Evil was a good pick. So, Resident Evil was my number one, and now on the other end of the horror spectrum here, Outlast was my second one. Now, this was unique because there was no real combat in this game. You play a, it's a first-person survival horror, and you play as a journalist who, um. He's a freelance investigative journalist and he investigates this place called Mount Massive Asylum. So the whole setup of the game is you have a camera and yourself and you're traveling around this twisted, demented asylum with no gun, no weapon, nothing like that, just your night vision camera and yourself and you're just running away from everything. Yeah, <laughs> and and to me, that's such a...
1: I don't want to say a cheat code when it comes to scary games is... If they put you into a first-person view, yeah, because when when it's third-person, at least you you have that suspension of disbelief that okay, this is this is that character that's in this situation that I'm controlling. When it's first-person, it creates that illusion that
0: <clears throat> oh, this is you. Not only that, but game. you can see around you in third-person. <clears throat> you know what I mean, like. You have a more, you're conscious of be, what's behind you, what's to the side of you. Yeah, if you're first person and you turn yeah. and there's something right there, <laughs> you're like, what the, you know? Um, this was one of the only, actually, this is the only game, I horror game I played that you couldn't fight back and it worked. It was a shorter game, which was I've got good. a few on my list that ticked that box. Oh, yeah. Um, the The fact that they kept it short was good because I don't think I could have played a longer game without fighting back. Um, but they perfected it. The second one wasn't as good. It spawned a sequel, but it went more uh weird than scary. Hmm. So yeah, that whole, I couldn't even finish the game to be honest with you. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll uh, I'll kick one of mine off
1: here. I'll kick one or two off and then yeah. we'll go back to you. Yep. So you mentioned Resident Evil and Outlast. So in sticking a little bit with your theme, um, Resident Evil 2 Yeah, for me was, that was, I enjoyed Resident Evil.
0: I loved Resident <coughs> Evil 2. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 I finished and it was scary as hell, but I was older <coughs> and I w- it, it looking back on it now it didn't scare me as much as <coughs> the first one did, but this is absolutely by far one of the scarier games up there. Yeah, it had it had a
1: lot of those jump scares built into it. Um just the the whole theme of the, you know, the abandoned police station Running around, all the puzzles—even doing the puzzles was creepy. Yeah, yep. Trying to find the stuff and research it, and it was just awesome. And it, it it introduced some terrific enemies, <laughs> which um, we we're probably gonna talk about in Phantom Fighters a little I'm bit, so sure, I won't get yeah. I won't get too in depth, but yep. um, I absolutely loved it, and it, I mean, it was one of my. It's still probably a top ten game for me ever. Yeah. And you know you had this was one of the games that was very unique. You had two different stories you could go on. Yeah. With I believe it
0: was what Chris Redfield and Claire. I think they ended up with a third one too with mm-hmm. add-on content maybe. Did they? I could be wrong, but I thought they did. Yeah. Uh you might be right.
1: You might be right. Um but yeah. But I only ever played um yeah. Oh no, geez. was it no, it was Le- was it Leon? <coughs> Leon, Leon and, uh, and Claire. And Claire. Yeah, I'm sorry. Chris Redfield is number 1, but Yeah. Um <coughs> Yeah, so I I loved it, and then
0: to make to make it even better, dude, the remake, the remake just improved on the remake everything. is incredible. The graphics made it scarier. The new audio made it more terrifying. The mechanics made the Mister um, X the gameplay better. Mister X and the oh X dude. gonna give it to Holy you. Holy Jesus, right? Yeah, like, so I mean, you you had you had when you he, when you open a door and you hear. Oh yeah, and then you open the door and it's like, you're like, "Oh, fuck, mommy!"
1: Yeah, so it 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 was just even old school and new school. It ticks all the right boxes. This game scares Absolutely, the crap out of yep. me. And again, man, the Umbrella Corporation. What are you doing? Right, come on, God, um, that's Comcast nowadays. For so, yeah. <laughs> they are, they are, they are the new age Umbrella Corporation, <laughs> right? Uh, so another one of mine that I loved so is Doom Three. Yeah, I mean, you know, Doom Three. You so know, I was cast a, me out. I never played Doom Three. So I was a huge fan all the way back to you know the early PC days of you know Doom One and Doom Two, especially Doom Two. Yeah, absolutely love Doom Two. Played the hell out of it, and then Doom Three finally came out. Yeah, and they. You know, you had a massive jump in graphics. They changed it up, and it, you know, Doom One and Doom Two were very fast, very running around the shit blasting at you every which way. Mm-hmm. You know, you're firing this and that, but it wasn't. It wasn't really scary. Yeah, no, I wouldn't call yeah. it scary. No. It was more of like a. This was much more of a, you know, a horror first-person shooter.
0: And Doom Three, that is, which makes sense because Doom has the potential for a great horror story. Yeah,
1: it does, and you know, with you know, with with especially with adding you know the updated graphics and the lighting effects. I especially remember were fantastic. Yeah, and for whatever goddamn reason, most of the time in this game, you had to use a flashlight. (laughs) Yeah, and you're using a flashlight, and but when you're using the
0: flashlight you can't use a weapon like dude it's all about double double fisting weapons but you can't double fist the flashlight why can't you like hold a pistol and just rest the flashlight on top of it like (laughs) so and it was terrifying because you'd be holding this
1: flashlight you're going around corridors and then you would turn and there's you know a hell spawn right there just coming at you and Mm -hmm. it was it was terrifying Absolutely terrifying. Oh god, yeah. So I loved it. I thought Doom 3 was great. Um the newer Doom has also been great. Yeah. Although a little less scary. That was more more in line with Doom 1 and Doom 2 exactly, where you just yeah. run and
0: gun. More f- rush and Doom 3 kill. was
1: much <laughs> much slower paced, methodical, almost survival horror, but I I li- I loved it. It scared the
0: crap out of me. Nice. Yeah. What else you got? All right. Well, my next one was Fear. Um F E A R. Oh the f dot thing. E <laughs> dot, A I dot, dot R forget dot. What it stood for, and I wish I wrote it down. Um uh, f- what are you talking about? For fear? Yeah.
1: Uh yeah, it was um bu- 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 bum- bu- bum.
0: You know what? I'll Google it. Yeah, whatever. It. Um anyway, so what this game did brought two of some my favorite genres together first person shooter and horror. And they did it so Perfectly because I remember the scariest parts. It basically it revolves around you play um the point man on this supernatural. false, false evidence appearing real. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> that. Um there Oh wait no, I take that back. I that's, was gonna that's, say, that's the that legit definition right. of fear. Yeah. Uh hang on. I'm gonna find it
1: um it but anyway. That was, a code, is,
0: that was the code name for their team. It's the code name for their team. You play the point man on it and you're hunting down this girl named Alma. She's a tiny little girl. She looks like the chick from the ring, and it's fucking terrifying. She is a telekinetic, I think. Yes, she's now, a powerful psychic. Yeah, so you're just basically trying to hunt her down, save the world. Found you know. it. First encounter assault recon. There it is, right there. Yeah. <laughs> so again, they're pretty much Ghostbusters. Yeah, and they pl- again, like Outlast and um, everything else, first person, they played with the first person angle. So you'd go and climb down a ladder to uh, get to the lower level. When you turn around and get on the ladder, the chick is standing right in front of you. You fall off the ladder, scares the crap out of you. You're fighting badass monsters. I mean, like I said, it's like Call of Duty in a supernatural world. It was awesome, and it didn't get much better than that. It spawned um one, 2, three. I just remember it's so I I can still three so more I, games after that yeah. This
1: was a game I didn't play, but I had a friend that played it, mm-hmm. and uh, I I often watched him kind of go through it. it. Again, this is one of those games that you wanted a buddy there to yeah. play through because it yeah, it's scary absolutely, shit. Absolutely, yeah. And I remember like you know you
0: mentioned Alma Wade like just appearing mm-hmm. and like just creepy as shit. Yep. And you look through a window and the entire room is covered with spleens, the intestines, oh, yeah. and then you'll just see a flash of this little girl in a red dress with her black hair hanging in front of her face. Then she's gone. You, and you knew she was going to pop up at some point, but they played with you because maybe in that scene they didn't show you. But like two scenes later, there she is like, beep, 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 you know, beep. Yeah. Her, yeah. Horrifying. So yeah, I mean, these two genres mixed along with the story and everything else, it was terrifying. And I remember when I was playing it, scared that ever living crap out of me <laughs> well
1: speaking of and i'm gonna i'm gonna move on to uh, another game here yep. on my list that this was probably the game that scared me the most and ironically the game was borderline a, a demo <laughs> yeah. it wasn't even and it, it a lot of people listening right now are probably thinking i'm leading into pt
0: mm-hmm. which i'm not no nope. but pete PT is horrifying. I was going to put that on my list, but it was a demo, so I was like, eh, but yeah, Jesus Christ, you know, that check was, that out. <laughs> that was supposed to be,
1: you know, a Silent Hill-esque mm-hmm. game, and instead, it's a hallway of hor-
0: horrificness, Yeah. Like, ugh, I don't even like thinking about it. never think back on it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but uh, mine is Slender, the eight pages. I've never played it. I heard so this of came, it. this came back out, th- this came out in June of 2012, and it was, it was just a beta that originally came out for PC. So it didn't even come out for it wasn't on consoles this was on PC. Yeah. And I remember um this was right around when you know Slenderman the meme it wasn't even like really a known thing yet. Yeah. And I remember I was online I was I want to say I was on Evil Avatar which was a it was a gaming website I used to go to. You know, pretty much a, back in the day it was it was relatively prevalent, you know, in the way that you know Kotaku or IGN is now. Yeah. But um, somebody was raving about they're like dude you need to download this game it's about Slender Man I'm like who the hell is Slender Man? Yeah, right. so I downloaded it Slender the 8 pages and you start out and it was built in the Unity engine which if anyone's used Unity before you know it's a beautiful engine it does very well with you know real life effects lighting all this so it drops you off you start in a forest and it's at night kind of foggy and all you can do really is look around and walk i think it's like your car breaks down yeah, or something like yep. that so you're looking around you find the broken down car so you're walking through the forest and there's really nothing going on and as you're walking through the forest you come across you know certain things so you're walking and you'll find like you'll find these pages and each page has like some stuff written down on it so you pick it up and you're like okay oh whatever mm-hmm. so you're walking walking and you know, you'll turn again, you're looking, it's all woods, all trees, and you're just looking around again, first person. Then all of a sudden, you'll turn, and way <laughs> out in the distance, <laughs> you just see the silhouette of Slenderman. Yeah, because that's what he's all about is hanging out yeah. in the distance. And then like, and up, instantly, kids? you hear like, oh, <laughs> and the music goes like that, and you go, What the fuck? And you, and you turn away quick. God, as soon no. as you turn back, he's gone. yep he's gone instantly. Oh, yeah. And now you're looking all around you 360 degrees, he's completely gone. The the point of this game is you have to find all eight pages before Slender Man gets you. Okay. And he slowly over time, indiscriminately, he just starts getting closer. Yeah. And closer. To the point sometimes you're walking, like you could you could literally be looking one way, there's
0: nothing you, mm-hmm. you can see. You'll quickly turn and then turn back, he's right in front of you. <laughs> Dude, and actually, fun fact in PT it was just released that Lisa, the ghost that haunts you throughout yeah. that, is always behind you. You just can't see her. Like the game was coded to have her behind you at all times. So, well, that's horrifying. That's a, yeah, that's a fun fact. But, but just yeah. like
1: this game, uh, if you can, if you can find, they actually ended up making a uh, a newer version of this, uh, which it's slender, or something else. But yeah, this was the OG. This is one of the reasons Slenderman really blew up. Hmm.
0: So if you can find the demo, it's again, it's called Slender the Eight Pages. Creepy as hell. Nice. Yeah, After you, definitely sir. Definitely going to have to check that out. This one's huge. I think we both uh, can get down with this game. Yeah, here. we need to spend some time on this Talk one. Talk about first-person shooters and horror. Would you kindly describe this game? <laughs> Bioshock, man. So Bioshock, the, the first thing you can say, it's it takes place in the ocean, underwater, and in in an Atlantis-type town called Rapture. It's set in the 1960s. Uh, The player guides a protagonist named Jack after the plane crashes that he's flying in. So you start off on this plane, crashes in the middle of the ocean. You fly out to—I mean, you swim out to this—
1: Lighthouse. Lighthouse. There's always a
0: lighthouse. Yeah, Brian. there's always a lighthouse and there's it's just creepy from the get. Like the atmosphere the second you get in this little um ball of doom here that transports you it brings you down. Essentially, yeah, it's, it's like an underwater elevator. Yeah, and it brings you down through Rapture and as you're going down you get a view of at the whole city. It's beautiful. It's, it's gorgeous, it's dark, it's creepy, it's gloomy, it's but it's beautiful. And that sets off your journey, and it's just it goes downhill from there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean you know this whole game.
1: I mean, out of all of the games I've played, this is probably top three for me when it comes to atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. you know what? With a game building, not even necessarily lore, but just overall atmosphere. Yeah, that you get from playing this game is almost second to none. I mean, you you can feel, you can almost feel the just the pressure of the water pushing on you while you're yeah. playing this because you're so deep. You're looking around. I mean, there's it's claustrophobic. Yeah, it's scary. You and know. I am, you know me, I'm like, I I'm, I'm afraid of water anyway. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: And I got through this entire game purely that it's it's a it's a gem. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And I feel like there's a scary game needs footsteps. So again, when you hear the boom. The this big daddy coming, you're like, what the?
1: Look, Mr. Bubbles, look, an angel. Mr.
0: Bubbles, an angel. And the creatures and the the splicers, splicers and the little sisters and the big daddy and their relationship and Andrew Ryan, a human who's just completely tapped in the frigging head. Like it all just built up this atmosphere that no matter what, it could be any scene. You always have that. Feeling in the back of your mind, like, all right, dude, something's not right here. You know what I mean? They play with shadows a lot. They play with um, settings a lot. I remember the one scene, you're in this really steamy room, and it's in the middle of a hospital, I think.
1: Oh, in that's when you're going steam- to the crazy filled, doctor.
0: Yeah, you steam-filled room. You turn around, there's a crazy doctor right in front of you. Scared the ever-living crap out of me. No, the, oh, one of the God. parts that
1: scared the crap out of me, if you'll remember, there's a you're going up the steps and the other cool thing about this game that kind of freaks you out is that ammo is relatively hard to come by Mm -hmm. so you have to be somewhat conservative yes and you come up these stairs and there's um there's almost like a spotlight going down on i believe it's like a baby carriage or something like that but inside is a shotgun (laughs) so you go up and you're like this is sweet i've a shotgun the second you pick it up all the lights go black. That's right, and then you see splicers. It's just sparks on the ground as they run by, oh and they're dragging wrenches. God,
0: and you're in, and the, you're just indiscriminately shooting shotgun blasts into the dark. The spotlight comes back on though, and then it's all dark except for the circle you're standing yes. in and they all keep popping into the light popping into oh my god and you're god. blasting them i forgot about that and you're scene. like get away <laughs> yeah oh good lord that was creepy and the way they set it up and the like we keep saying the atmosphere was insane you know
1: yeah this is one of this is probably top 3 on my list of games that i want
0: to get like resident evil 2 got yeah. the remake treatment i this played this game the- I played the remaster, but it's not like a remake like no, Resident Evil 2 got. Yeah. I want a full-on remake of Bioshock. Definitely, because Bioshock 2 was terrible. It was awful. Bioshock Infinite was a great game, but it lost the... Um, it didn't have the... It had the, the horror The ambiance of, like, Rapture. Yeah, it had the horror aspect a little bit, but nothing could beat Rapture. So, to get a remake of Bioshock 1 with better mechanics, better graphics, would be perfect. hmm
1: yeah, they'll uh they'll do it someday. Yeah. Just like Hollywood, you know, they remake and reboot everything. Exactly. All right, it's a good pick. Um another one of mine,
0: and we're gonna get into the nitty gritty on our picks here, but mm-hmm. uh Alan Wake. Yep. This will always come up on a horror list, and I've never played it. Really? <laughs> yes, Dude, really that,
1: that surprises me so I much. Know.
0: Yep. I didn't realize that when I put it on my list, but yeah, man. Yeah, so Alan Wake
1: um is fantastic and especially where like you're a big fan of horror writers. Yeah. That I mean this is the quintessential story. I know, of, man. I know. You know, it's it's a writer that he goes to this very Twin Peaks esque town, and he's a writer, and it realizes that essentially like a story that he's either somewhat writing, but it, it it's kind of coming true. Yeah. And you know, the townsfolk are kind of weird, but all throughout there's these weird. This whole game plays an amazing. It, it's all to do with light and shadows. Yep. And. There are these essentially like shadow demons and people that come after you, and the only way to hurt them is with light. And hmm. so, so much of this game is you're literally just either in the woods or in a house with the dark. Yeah. And like there's these things coming at you. The only way to stop it is like with a flashlight, or he uses like, you know, flashbangs, kind of like or little fire. monsters. You yeah, shine exactly. the light on them and they go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. and it's, it, it just this is one of the games too. Like the, I actually like the the combat mechanics where you could, unlike Doom Three, take fucking notes here. <laughs> yeah. So right. you can actually point the flashlight and as you're hitting them, like you can see them like they're almost like ah, and yep. they're like burning, and then you can fire off rounds with your pistol to see, actually do damage. That's the way to do it. And but I mean, there's so many like jump scares where you'll be walking. And then you hear like, and out of nowhere, a shadow comes with like the cleave you and you have to dodge it and hit yep. a button. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's very creepy. And it has, it has a twist ending that I don't want to spoil it for mm-hmm. people that haven't played it. But yeah. at the very end, like Alan Wake, the writer, he realizes something. He says one last line and it gave, gave me huge
0: goosebumps. <laughs> I'm (laughs) I'm gonna the goose pimples um I'm gonna have to try and get that like on my ps3 or something and check it out because it's I keep hearing about it and it keeps popping up on I could be I could be wrong
1: but I know it was made by microsoft studios so it may be an xbox exclusive. oh yeah actually you might be right about that yeah but if you can if you can find a way to do it or play it yeah super
0: recommend it definitely game yep after you,
1: good sir. I think we All only right. have one
0: left each. Mine, yep. My last one here. I mean, I don't. I don't think you can go through this list without mentioning Silent Hill 2, dude. I'm the. I want to say the Resident Evil knockoff, but it wasn't a no, knockoff. No, it, was, it was different. It had its own identity. Uh, the mechanics were the same. The setup was kind of, you know, similar, but the story really dug in on this one. It's about a man who. Gets a note from his dead wife that she's in this town called Silent Hill, and she wants him to come and find her. Now, it's uh, a trap. (laughs) It's a trap. Speaking of atmosphere, Silent Hill 2, I think they perfected it. Dude, the fog, the town itself, Silent Hill, the um, creatures, everything about this game screamed atmosphere. And you were scared from the minute you picked up the controller until the minute the end of the game comes, which I won't spoil for anybody in case you're lost in the desert and never played Silent Hill. I don't know. <laughs> um, but really, it's just, you know, the survival horror video game that competed with Resident Evil and introduced us to one of the scariest fucking villains ever. I know who you probably know who I'm talking about, Pyramid Head. Yes. Oh, him and his giant axe that he drags behind him. Dude, it just straight creepy. And the fog that you have to walk through in the town. Yeah. I. It's been a while since I played this game, but from what I can remember, I couldn't get enough of it. Again, another one of those games I had to play with my brother. That was way back when. <laughs> you now, know? This, was,
1: um, this was a Hideo Kojima game, correct? It was. Was this one of the earlier ones? That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Which, I mean, he's he's had his hands he's, on he's so, like so many Cuomo things. He's like the
0: Guillermo del Toro video games, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean,
1: he's and now we get... Um, oh, my God. The name is escaping me. Uh, Death Stranding?
0: Death Stranding. That looks it oh looks God. weird man I don't even know yet I, no one even knows what it's about <laughs> no, it's no like a like a weird
1: like baby in
0: Norman Reedus like, it's so weird he's like gone off the deep end apparently I don't know we'll see I, what happens with that yeah that's one, fine but. with me man like
1: I, if if him like thinking up shit like this is him not off the deep end
0: yeah what the hell is he gonna come up with when he's lost <laughs> it's <laughs> right? gonna be amazing yeah but we it, it, I mean you know Silent Hill introduced some of the most classic villains the fucking evil nurses pyramid head his own wife turns into it's just crazy man so yeah yeah, that's my final pick and i feel like that rounds off a great list for me and your last pick here will round off a great list for you too yeah so my my final pick here uh and
1: this is a game that is this a pc game because i haven't played it (laughs) uh no no it was on um let me see here. I believe it was the original PlayStation. It was a PC game too. It was point and click, but I played. Um, I played because they did a re-release. I think on PlayStation. Yep. And and the funny thing is, it was actually banned. Uh, the game was banned in America because they its said it, name was Clock Tower. Correct. So, so the, the name the, game, the yeah. name the name of the game is Clock Tower. Um, for those of you who haven't heard of it, you can do some research on it. But this was a game that. Again, it was extremely hard to come by because mm-hmm. it was banned because it was so controversial. My me and my buddies ended up getting a copy and actually playing through it. Wow, no shit, huh? And it it was horrific, like, terrifying, only because, you know, graphically it wasn't anything special at all. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. just the the theme of it and you had mentioned before, like, you know, a game that puts you in a situation where you really you can't do much except mm-hmm. run. Yep. This was like this was the OG version of that game. Oh yeah. Um, so essentially, you know, your the name of your character, which is escaping me at the moment, but you played uh you played this woman, and I, I just remember that you would go you would go around and you'd have to like talk to different people and do different things, but then out of nowhere they would pop out this guy. His name was Scissorman. Man. <laughs> Oh, God. And just creepy already. Dude, it was awful because there was no way to stop Scissor Man. Yeah. <laughs> All you can do is run and hide. Oh, my God. And he's this guy with these giant, like, scissor hedge clippers, and he just comes out of nowhere,
0: and you never know where he's going to be. Reminds me of Devil May Cry Enemy. I forget what they called, but yeah, they have these giant scissors, and they're so creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Scissor Man was
1: absolutely terrifying in this game. Yeah, uh, hop on YouTube, look at Clock Tower Scissor Man, and definitely, you know, it'll it'll creep the shit out of you. But yep. that pretty much rounds up. That was more nostalgia than anything because I remember being—I want to say I played that back in like middle school. Oh yeah, and it, wow, it scared the bejesus out of us. <laughs> um, right? Yeah, yeah, we loved it.
0: We got some honorable mentions, too, don't we? We do. So let's want to go through our list real quick. Yeah. Yeah. You can go through yours first. All right. So mine, I got Resident Evil, the original, Outlast, uh, Fear, Bioshock, and then Silent Hill 2 to round it all off. Yeah. I had Resident Evil 2,
1: the OG and the remake, uh, Doom 3, Slender, the eight pages, Alan Wake, and Clock Tower.
0: Hell yeah, man. And some
1: old school, new school. We covered it all. Yeah, and I mean, a few of our honorable
0: mentions, uh, if you want to read some of yours, we had Until Dawn. Yep, I had the Resident Evil 2 remake. We already talked about that. Until Dawn was um, the first half of the game was scary as shit. You play a bunch of different uh, teenagers at a cabin in the snow mountains of Aspen or whatever the hell they are, and it's about a slasher coming after them. Uh, we're scary, going to Aspen Harry scary as hell it was amazing it was one of those more storytelling games than anything but uh, check it out if you haven't Dead Space I, I was going to say that's, that's one that probably should have made the list yeah it should have um, I didn't play through the whole thing because I've always been a Sony guy it was hard for me to be able to play fully through Xbox games for a while So great game though but I did play a lot of it That's very scared. creepy. It's living crap out of me P.T. we already mentioned. We mentioned P.T. Alien Isolation is kind of a... like Outlast with the Alien universe. Yeah, which P- is very, very cool. Very limited combat, very tense, very atmospheric, and then the Evil Within. Dude, the new school. like If you want to check out something a little bit different than Resident Evil that has the same roots and is actually the creator of uh, Resident Evil 4, the Evil Within is something you want to check out for sure. Yeah,
1: and a few of my honorable mentions uh was Fatal Frame. Yeah, which of uh you know Japan fame, which another very cool game with uh you know ghosts and poltergeists, and you actually use a camera yep. to try to like see them, and then the other one was Parasite Eve, Ooh. which that was a game that it I was, remember always hearing it. It yeah. was funny. That was a game made by the original SquareSoft that you know back in the day when Final Fantasy 7 came out, which was one of my favorite games ever um after that i got in and i was like oh my god like this is amazing i need to find out what else squaresoft is doing mm-hmm, yeah parasite eve was the game to launch after final fantasy 7 oh wow it was another rpg-esque horror game and it just it it was creepy as hell man yeah. <laughs> it was terrifying like i don't even think i got through it because i played it at a relatively young age it was pretty scary and Again. i just remember
0: these giant like rat things that you had to fight another game you'll always see on the best horror list you know
1: yeah but it was cool yeah it was very cool but i mean
0: other than that i i think we we covered some terrifying games there man hell yeah i i mean we got 10 of them Anyone who's a fan of horror can probably pick half these things off the list, and if you haven't checked them out for God's sakes, these are some great games whether they're horror or not, you know.
1: Well speaking of games and scary games and scary characters in games Speaking of Let's do some Phantom Fighters. Yes. fandom fighters time so today we will be drafting our most terrifying video game antagonists yeah buddy so pretty much any of the monsters villains any of that shit that goes bump in the night in these games that has scared the crap out of us we're
0: gonna be drafting yes sir Right alongside our horror list, we probably have a lot of them coming from these games. We yeah, we probably do. I've got a few that aren't
1: in that, but yeah, you know we'll we'll yep. see. So a couple rules that we probably should lay out um, when you do make your pick, name the game that it's coming from. yeah, this because specific some game. some of them are can be a little bit generalized. And speaking of picks that are generalized, um if you're picking a like a group or a type of antagonist, Let's say it's like a specific creature that's in a game. Um, that's fine. That's your pick. You do get that group. But if there's a specific like a specific or unique type of antagonist that fits within that group still, yeah. you don't get that pick. You need to, if there's something unique and specific, you need to specify it's
0: that thing. Makes sense.
1: You know, yeah. pretty much like a completely different type of genre. For an example, like, so let's say you're taking Donkey Kong Country and you say, okay, I take Kremlings. You know, like the the alligator looking guys. Yeah. You don't automatically get King K rule. You, d- you don't. It. You don't do it. Makes sense. Yep. I hear you. So, I mean, <laughs> with that being said, without further ado, I rolled this stuff last time. You yeah. roll that big D twenty. Go Give for me that it, man. Big D.
0: I'm talking about the dice Ed. Chill up. 12. twelve. Twelve, not 12 eh? Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. A twelve. Can I beat a
1: twelve? Do I have the power? Give it the power. Let's see.
0: Give me the power. Uh, I beg of you.
1: I got a 10. All right. So I get. So he gets to choose whether he wants to go first or second. This is going to be a
0: five-round draft. I'm going to go second. Get the the two picks.
1: I had a feeling you were going to say that. Yep. So going first. Going first. Hmm. What do I want to take
0: here?
1: Well, I've got three.
0: I've got three that I would really like to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping to steal two of those. <laughs>
1: mm. Okay, now I'm down to two. Yeah. Narrowed it down
0: to two. Okay.
1: I'm going to have to go with. I'm going to have to go with my heart on this with something that, again, at a young age, one of my Kirby? favorite games ever. Is it Kirby? It's not,
0: it's not Kirby.
1: <laughs> it's, it's never Kirby it's again. It's never
0: Kirby again.
1: I've got oodles of good picks. Uh, so, right. no, I'm going to go with uh,
0: the liquor from Resident Evil 2. Bastard. you such a bastard. Yeah, all right. That makes sense. It was on my list. I was going to pick it. Um, But, you know, now that I get two picks, I can accept that pick. Yeah, yeah, make your crappy picks. Liquor. You know, from what, if people don't remember, they walked on all fours. They looked like a uh, Freddy Krueger dog, basically. I'll with never a really forget, long man. T- I will <laughs> never forget
1: that scene when you first walk down that hallway. If you, you walk into that, the Raccoon City Police Department. You take the door on the left. You go down the hallway. And what's on the ceiling? Yeah. The tongue comes out, it drops down, that little FMV
0: sequence, and it chases (laughs) you. Oh, screw that. That (laughs) thing scared the crap out of me. I already won. Good pick. Good pick. I won. I wouldn't say you won. You know, you're ahead of the game until I come in with these two picks. All right. So... Yoshi. Keeping with the Resident Evil theme... Yeah, it's going to be a popular one. This is going to be tough. Um... I got two from the Resident Evil games. Well, I got a bunch of them, but the one I want to use first is either him or him. Mr. X is one I'm going to go with first from Resident Evil 2. And then the second pick is going to be... Hold on. What was your first pick? I wasn't paying attention. It was so terrible. (laughs) God damn it. Pay attention to me, Ed. Mr. X. X going to give it to you. Oh, X going to give it to you. And then um, second pick is going to be... So, Mr. X, that's the guy in the wheelchair, right? Yeah, the guy in the wheelchair. He just <laughs> wheels around. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to... Okay, so this is the one I wanted to ask you about. I want to pick Big Daddy from Bioshock. Oh,
1: so you're wondering if you
0: get the tandem. Yeah. Do I'll give you the tandem? tandem. Big Daddy and Little Sister from yeah. Bioshock. They go hand in hand. They do, yep. Big Daddy and Little Sister from Boyle Shock. All right, I win. Let's stop now. Nah, that's pretty (laughs) terrible, actually. (laughs) No. All right, so let me me delete Big
1: Daddy off my list here. Oh, So I didn't even have Mr. X on my list, but I probably should have. Probably. Because he was pretty terrifying. He's pretty
0: memorable. So the
1: way this works now, Brian took... I took my first pick. He took his two picks back-to-back. Back. Now it's 1v1 one, one, one here. 1v1. So back and forth now, one and one So I'm going to go with... Man, we've done a lot of Resident Evil, but... Yes, we have. I kind of want to stay with it. Nah, I'm going to go... All right, fine. You wanna crutch on Resident Evil? That's all up to no, you. No, I'm wait. gonna go again, <laughs> if I'm I'm going from the heart on this entire drop. I'm gonna go Slender Man. Slender the APA because that scared
0: the crap out of yep. me. That's a see. It's allowed and it, it it's within the rules, but that spans across movies and lore. That's definitely pandering, and I see what you're doing. What? Come on, man! And I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, no, that's a good pick. Uh, my next one is going to be. right, it is the witch from Left 4 Dead. That shit scared the hell out of me. You ever play that game? Uh, I did not. I'm hoping we have a lot of uh, Xbox fanboys and girls on this channel because they'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, hopefully someone does. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, maybe you'll get, like, half a vote Dude, off that. you'd be going through the level, and they'd be scrunched over. All you would see is the back, and you'd hear... <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's and horrifying. And whole screen would shake. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. All right, so I've got the liquor
1: from Res 2, and I've got Man, which I like. So I'm going to have to go with... Uh, again this is another game that really terrified me and we talked about it a little bit earlier but it was it was on our honorable mentions but Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to go with uh, the
0: xenomorph alien from alien isolation
1: another one
0: i you know what i'll give you this because i didn't even think about using these movie characters that were in games to kind of spread the field a little bit dude i'm just going i'm so coming from the strat- heart man your strategy is good i like i'm, it. I'm coming from the heart man <laughs> The game is terrifying when you're hiding
1: in a it in, a, in no, a locker it, it absolutely and you see the is xenomorphs, yeah. like
0: breathing walking by it's like dude holy crap i completely believe you're picking them based on games but like yeah you have the added advantage of having the alien universe you know um ridley scott vote for me <laughs> yeah right all right, I'm going to have to go with Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. Yeah, yep. he was he was up there for me. Yeah. Pyramid Head. Bong. Boom. Terrifying. <laughs> All right,
1: so I got one more pick left. You got two. Yeah, so what are you not going to take? That's what I got to take next. All right, so... Yeah. Hmm... hmm. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take one. I I'm gonna take one now. I know you won't take, but yeah. only because this this personally to me this this scared. It it's not a the theme of the game is very like dark yeah. and it does have some horror aspects, but people don't think of it as a horror game. But this scared the living shit <laughs> out of me. I'm gonna go with the a, a mimic.
0: So the mimic from Dark Souls. Oh god, yeah. So, I thought about bringing in Bloodborne or Dark Souls for this, but yeah, no. So the
1: mimic from Dark Souls. For you people listening that haven't played, there are treasure chests all throughout the entire game, and you finally get to a a point in the game. It's called Sen's Fortress. That it blows. That the that that portion of the game sets the the men apart from the boys. Yeah. But you finally get down there, and there's a, just like every other treasure chest you've seen up until this point in the game, you're like, sweet, I'm gonna go get (laughs) some gear. (laughs) You go to open it, what happens? The thing all of a sudden gets up, it's on giant arms and legs, like fangs, creepy, and it grabs your character, and like, the mouth opens of the treasure chest with teeth, and it starts (laughs) gnawing on you. And I started screaming when
0: it happened. Wow. Like a little bitch. That's a good one, because that. Yeah, I've watched videos of that, and it scared the living crap out of me. Um, Especially when you don't know what's coming. I had no idea. Right? All right, I think I'm going to do a little pandering of my own here, and I'm going to pick Jason from Friday the 13th. What? (laughs) You you don't know the game? Friday the 13th, the game? daylight Daylight knockoff? yeah i got, mean uh, no i'm just kidding no i mean you, you technically could There was a friday <laughs> you the 13th could, game yeah but i'm not gonna go that way that w- i was joking <laughs> yeah um but that was like that was like 8-bit 16-bit jason no no dude friday the 13th released on all consoles it just released in 2018. oh that's right yeah i forgot fuck, about that the dead by daylight kind of like clone you know um actually a great game check it out uh, no, I'm picking Dr. Salvador from Resident Evil. No, wait, not Salvador. The Chainsaw Guy from Resident Evil 4. That freaked me out. Hopefully people remember him. I don't know if I'm going to win this one, but I'm happy with my choices. I am too. Yep. <laughs> I'm very happy chainsaw with your Chainsaw Guy from Resident Evil 4, dude. When that guy was coming after you, yeah, it was, awful. was pure fucking terror. Yeah, know? it was awful. <laughs> So,
1: uh, some of my last picks here, obviously, there's we still have Alma Wade from Fear, mm-hmm. but I never really played Fear, so I don't want to take that. I, I feel, feel like, like a lot of people wouldn't remember her anyway. Yeah, she was horrifying, yeah, though. Yeah, she was. So, now I'm down to uh, Nemesis from Resident Evil 3. Yeah, I was going to
0: pick him. Which he mm-hmm. was
1: pretty creepy. Yeah. Um, the Splicers from Bioshock. Ooh. The Necromorphs from Dead Space. Yep, I had them. Scissor Man from Clock Tower, mm-hmm. uh, the Head Crabs from Half Life, and that's pretty much it. That's that's on my short list. That's I've got a few others, shirt. but that's that's kind of my short list right now. Short list for a short bus man. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, only because again I, I talked about it so much, and yeah, you've got a little Bioshock love. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna go with the
0: Splicers from go. Bioshock. There you go. Little head on head action. Bioshock. Cool. Head on head. Robert Craft <laughs> <the> proofs. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, again, what uh, what do you got for picks? All right, my picks Mr. X from Resident Evil Two, Big Daddy and Little Sister from Bioshock, The Witch from Left for Dead, Pyramid Head from Silent Hill Two, and the uh, Chainsaw Leatherface Guy from Resident Evil Four. <laughs> cool.
1: I've got the liquor from Resident Evil Two. Slenderman from Slender the Eight Pages. Uh, Alien, a.k.a. Xenomorph, from Alien Isolation. Um, The Mimic from Dark Souls. And the Splicers from
0: Bioshock. Every time I hear Slenderman, I think, Slenderman, Slenderman Slenderman does does whatever whatever Slenderman can. can. (laughs) I think those are some good lists. I mean, I think I won. Vote for Brian, (laughs) Random.com, Facebook, whatever. (laughs) damn iPad right now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I think uh, yeah, that was a good one, man. Hey, it was a good one. Good one, man. Fry Talk. Fest continues. <laughs> Alright,
1: so we'll be back next week. Again, we'll be airing our next episode on Halloween. All Hallows' <laughs> Eve itself, <laughs> so airing a day early for all you Randos. Yes, sir. And yeah, yeah, this has been Fandom at Random. I am Ed at Random. I'm Brian at Random. Peace and out. Later. Laters.